Testing, testing, one, two. Testing, testing. Testies. Yes. <laughs> well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of Confessions of a Rock and Roll Wifey. And I figured what better episode than to have my husband, Darren Brown, on the show. Say hello, honey. Hey, guys. What's up? (laughs) So tonight, it's like a full moon, right? Almost full. And it is Valentine's Day. And I figured what better day as well to cash in on the you owe me points that my husband owes me (laughs) and get him on the podcast i am doing the second episode really soon uh but i thought this would be a good one just to warm up and start up start 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 over i guess yeah (laughs) so how are you i'm fantastic um, just hanging out, man. You know what I mean? Got a bottle of wine here. Mm-hmm. Having a good night. Yep. So we did a little sushi and wine night. Yep. For, th- for well, I was going to say Thanksgiving. For Valentine's Day. And, uh, when we do wine, we always do two bottles and one's his and one's mine. Yeah. How come? Because you're a wuss. No, because you drink it too fast. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I end up stealing, like, I guess, the uh, majority of the bottle. Yeah, well, what happens is by the time I'm on my second bo- on my second glass, yeah. the bottle's empty. Well, allegedly. Right? Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. And then we open the second one, and, and yeah. And most Darren, of Darren just doesn't. He likes to chug wine. Wine's supposed to be sipped. Ah. Uh. I just drink it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just busting your balls, babe. Hey. Cheers. Uh Uh-oh. And nobody can see this right now, but I have a wine glass, and he has a bottle of wine that he's just sipping out of the the top of it, because he's a wino today. We don't have wine glasses for me. Yeah, we had... Every time we buy them, they break. Yeah. And we somehow always end up with just one. Yeah. Yours, weird. Yeah. So well, weird. yeah, whether it's mine or not, it always ends up being mine because I'm the one who prefers to drink out of a wine glass, hmm. right? But I like to let the air in, you know? You gotta... There's there's the five S's yeah. of wine, you know? I don't. Yeah. It's... Well, first you, you pour it in there. That's, the, that's a P, so we won't count that one. Okay, let's um, just stick with the S's. Yes, the S's. So it's, uh, you, you swirl it, I guess. Mm -hmm. So you, that's when you, um, like. Swirl it? Well, yeah, I don't know how to explain it with words, but you basically hold the glass glass and you roll it around so that it swirls all around the side of the, of the glass. Okay. And then you see, they say C-S-E-E. And wine has what they call legs. <laughs> Why do like, I? You not felt like the need. C- yes, I spelled it. You felt the need to like <laughs> let me know that you weren't saying yes in Spanish. 
Yeah, not like C, like yes. Not like, like C. Yes, um, you see, and so that's where you see the legs of the wine. So okay. can you see how, like, on the side yeah. it drips down, and that's that's called the legs. There you go. Look at the legs on that bitch. Yep, yeah, full bodied. Full bodied. And then there's sip. Okay. And that's where you take a sip. Yeah. <laughs> and you go. Whoa. And then that's like, I don't think that one's slurp. I think it's. <laughs> It's not swirl because the first one was swirl. It's what do you call that when you go swish? When you swish it around in your mouth a little? I don't know. Yeah, and then the last one swallow. Oh, (laughs) that's a good one. Yeah, that's the most important one. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yep, and all those together, it lets the air in. Okay. And then, like, it gets it all in your your nostrils and Uh like in your sinuses and stuff. Sure. And then when you swallow it, it's just like a whole nother experience. Oh my god! See, Take you should it. try it. You're drinking out of no. a. You're drinking out of a bottle right now. There is no air getting to that wine. You're damn right there is. There's no top on it. Well, yeah, you'd have to pull one of those like where you blow in the top. Give, give it a little yeah. air. Check this out, ready? <sighs> How was it? I can feel it everywhere. It's like in my nostrils and shit's crazy right now. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to have to take your word for it. <laughs> Anyways. So today's Valentine's Day. Yeah. And can you believe that they there's like nowhere to buy Valentine's cards in Ramona? I can. Especially last minute. <laughs> it seems like they're taking away everything out here. Bastards. They're literally leaving us no option except for Amazon. I know. It's sketchy, huh? Yeah. It's kind of bullshit. They're coming for us, Barbara. CVS has that last minute stuff, but still even they didn't have it. Yeah. I don't know. Amazon's taking over, huh? Maybe. Wow. We're grateful for Amazon out here in the mountains. Yes, so yeah, it was really hard to find Valentine's things, so the kids brought cupcakes today. Perfect. Yes. Better than a shitty little card anyway. Mm-hmm. We've never really celebrated Valentine's Day. No. Nah. I think that when you proposed to me, it was Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. But I think that was just, like, a coincidence, right? Totally. You were planning on proposing already. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I was knocked up. That was on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, your mom sent me a letter saying, you know, something about a gun, so. Oh. (laughs) No, but, yeah, we went on a little picnic. Yep. Dos Picos. Same place we got married. Same place we got married, yeah? Yep. That was a long time ago. Yep. In May, it'll be 11 years. Jeez. Yeah. We had a fun wedding, though, once it got started. Yep. Once you showed up. Yeah. I was an hour you were late. Like two hours late. One hour. Whatever. And then the person who was doing our cooking was fighting with his woman. Yeah. And so he wasn't anywhere to be found. Yep. 
So we literally, all we had was two kegs to keep people entertained. Perfect. Until I showed up. So, yeah, and that was at what, like, noon? So that's what started it all. I don't remember. I just remember people were telling me, where's your wife, man? (laughs) She's showing up. And I'm like, fuck, she better. Yeah. I was doing my hair and stuff. I was slow. Yeah. I think I was, like, six months, seven months pregnant. Wow. Well, time flies. Shit. We've been through a lot. So, now that we're doing this podcast, it's been a long time coming. I've been trying to nail you down. (laughs) 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 And now I'm starting up my season again, so... I got you. (laughs) You did. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, my husband is a musician. He's a singer. And in my opinion, an extremely talented one. And I'm not the only one who said that. And he's extra humble. And so he'll never tell you that. But I think that actually is really a cool thing about you. You don't know how good you are. I appreciate you. People are not going to be able to hear you, babe. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. That's what I like. (laughs) All right. Back on track. No. (laughs) (laughs) Most people know you because you used to be in a San Diego metal band called One Theory. Yep. And that's what kind of, that's how I met you, too. You were in that band. Gosh, when did that one start? Um... Late 2000? 2000. 2000. Well, it was like 2001. How old were you then? I was probably about 19. Yeah, because I, yeah, I graduated high school in 2000. I was 17. So, yeah. 2001 put me about 18, 19. Yeah. Yeah. What, did you guys just, like, start the band, like? My brother did, Kyle. He started the band, I lived in Texas at the time. Tattooing out there. Out in Texas, I was tattooing. and. Uh, was it where you just tattooed? Who lived in Texas? Uh, my cousins. Well, one of them. Uh, my cousin Jason lived out there. He was part owner of the shop that I moved out there to learn how to tattoo him. Okay. And you just were artistic, and so he said he wanted, they wanted yeah. to get yeah. you into that. Yeah, well, he was like, oh, he, you know, saw some of my shit, and he was like, hey, you want to come tattoo? And I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Did you, like, practice on an orange or anything like that? Like, <laughs> you know how they do that? Friends. <laughs> <laughs> you practiced, uh, practiced on, you know what, I actually have seen a few of your friends that have Fucked up shit. tattoos from yeah, when, messed up back shit. then. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, dude, I... I have practiced on a, a bunch of oranges. Back in my day, there was uh, pig's feet. Oh. That, that a lot of people did because uh, it was explained to me that a pig's hide is similar to human skin when you're tattooing it. Obviously, a little rougher, more hair, coarse hair follicles, stuff like that. But That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Or well, on like a pork roast or something. Yeah. No, it was just like pig's feet. I never just did that. Feet. I never did that shit. I just tattooed on an orange. 
And then there was always people cruising around that was just willing to let me do it, you know? And uh, yeah. Back then, you know, getting tattoos was, like, so cool. You know, it was, like, blowing up to get tattoos and stuff. And, you know, all, uh, I mean, the tribal tattoos and, like, <laughs> all that kind of stuff was, like, huge in. But, yeah, so you were doing tattoos out there. Any crazy tattoo stories? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lifetime of stories in the shop for sure. Well, <laughs> it's okay. Tell them all. It don't matter. Yeah, t- I, right. it's fine. This is well, a this is an adult show. Well, we were hanging out in the shop one day, me and my cousin. This old boy pulls up. He's got uh, this big old diesel truck, you know, he pulls up and he's got like a bale of hay or some shit and it looks like some fucking he looked like a welder cause he had like some O2 and some this and that fucking tanks floating around in the back of his truck and he pulls up and he comes in I'm thinking I'm getting ready to do a tattoo my cousin was the piercer he comes in and this old boy asked to get his belly button pierced it threw us both back you know, and me and my cousin we're not too uh, shy when it comes down to being like, whoa, you know what I mean? Yeah. Real. So he kind of knew we were a little taken back, I think. But dude's name was Bubba, I believe, and like he had some fucked up license. Like his address said like some shit. Take a left on third and go down to the third stop sign. You see a chicken dead on the end of the road and you're there, you know, kind of thing. It was real deal with some shit like that. And uh, this dude comes in, he's like, I want to get my belly button done. <laughs> And I'm, like, sitting there trying not to fucking lose my shit. Okay, he's a big dude. And he comes in a cowboy hat, the whole nine, button-up shirt. You don't want to, like, laugh at him or anything. Yeah. Piss him off. I mean... Bubba yeah. might go get a shotgun out of his truck. Yeah. But, you know, he gets back there. I do the paperwork for him. And, uh, motherfucker, my cousin starts to get ready to, uh you know, put his marks on for the needle to go through and this and that. All good. You know, and he's like, all right, man, well, I'm going to have to have you, like, open up your shirt, you know, and, you know, so I can get my marks, you know, and he opens up a couple buttons real quick, and my (gasps) cousin, I know, dude, hey, you got to take him, like, at least up to the chest area so I can get, like, in the sternum so I can get a nice straight line, you know, this and that, blah, 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 standard issue shit. This dude starts popping his fucking buttons open, and he's got a bra on. Oh! Not just a bra. I mean, this <laughs> shit had fucking grease stains and shit on it. Like, he got done working on a truck and just fucking wiped it off real quick. So, I, I don't oh know. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Like, it's his daily wear that he... Do you think that he... Do you think that he had, like, some moves that he was trying to keep under control? You know what I mean? I saw with some big old boy yeah. getting his belly button done Well, up and this was so far long ago, too. Yeah, like, was, these days, probably somebody wouldn't be surprised. I was then. a kid. I was yeah. maybe 17, yeah. 18, <laughs> And, like, I'm sitting there, like, trying to hold my shit together. I know my cousin is, too. And, uh, yeah. Dude gets his belly button done up, and he's on his fucking way. I think he might have done it for a dare or a better joke or some shit. I don't know. I think he just felt pretty Maybe. and wanted to get get a little bling, get yeah. a little belly bling. Well, he you know? was a little upset we didn't pierce him with a jewel fucking navel ring, but hey, can't do that. When oh, really? Pierced. Oh, because 
because it's infections yeah no because you have to when you when you get a piercing you have to use stainless steel hoops Joel's harbor bacteria yeah you have to like get it like um with just the stainless steel it's surgical stainless steel yeah there's a you know depending on whether you get a hoop or a fucking or belly button little barbell deal you know but either way, it's just stainless steel, nothing super fancy because you want to heal first before you change anything out. You know mm-hmm, I, mean? mm-hmm. I don't know. The, the tattoo game, the piercing world has changed so much since I was doing it. Now I'm like, they have this shit now you can put on your skin to numb it up so you don't feel a goddamn thing. And I'll tell you something, man. I've tattooed since I'm 14 years old, and this shit is it's an experience. There's a lot of people that... Uh, yeah, if you don't like the feel feeling, it, you know, because yeah. it gives you that it's endorphin rush. It. it almost mm-hmm. is a stress reliever to some people, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely addicting. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody will say yeah. that. Well, nowadays, modern uh, advances in uh, science and technology have made it to where you don't even need to tough it out. You can just sit there and let them go for it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, that's from everything down to childbirth. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you lose the whole experience yeah. when you do that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'd never been numbed for nothing, you know? And yeah. We were doing some sketchy shit back then. We were, like, on the forefront, you know? Like, I've had my hooks in my back and all kinds of shit like that, too. You know, I've done all that shit. Yeah, your cousins were super into that. They hang from their chest, shit like that. They were on Ripley's. Your cousin's son's are into that shout out james trevor i think too and trevor i know i've seen james and his wife uh doing suspension they still do it to this day and it's a thing out there um i wish i i could think of the name of the um shop where they work but they're out in tennessee Mm -hmm. so if anybody ever is out in um it's nashville right close to nashville just out of nashville yeah yeah. I don't know if it's Watertown or not, but... Yeah. Just out of Nashville. Yeah, goodness. Well, the name of the, the piercer is James Stampfly. S-T-A-M-P-F-L-Y. And then his wife is Amanda, and she's a tattoo artist. It's not Stampfly. 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 Mm-hmm. Stampfly. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, so, okay, so you were doing tattooing. Any other crazy stories? Oh, God. I remember you telling me the one about the, the In-N-Out burger. Should I not bring oh that up? Oh, my God. <laughs> one more tattoo story. So there I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the tattoo shop was doing, like, uh, radio ads and shit to get more clientele coming through. And uh, we were giving away, like, you know, raffled off some tickets at places and this and that. And this chick won a free tattoo from me. And uh, she brought in what she wanted, this and that. And, uh, yeah, she was a really pretty girl, too, man. A little, little blonde girl, blue eyes, total surfer chick. She was getting, like, those little hang ten feet going on. Probably you know? active. I don't She's know. an active girl. Uh, from the smell of it. Well. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'll let you continue. <laughs> well, I get to going on putting a stencil on. She wants it right down in the fanny area, which is the vagina in the United States. Yes. In the UK, <laughs> the fanny is the vagina. Um, mm-hmm. So doing the stencil, this and that, and I'm just like, 
I can't help myself. Like, I'm just smelling some of the worst shit ever. It it smelled like onion wing, onion rings, and like <clears throat> and like sweat. It smelled like a fucking busted in and out. Like bo and onions. Yeah, kind it was of. fucked up. Like when you get off from the 67 and Bradley right there on a hundred and fucking two degree weather, and you can smell it. And you, in it's and just out it's fucked up. Yeah. Oh, but but when you're hungry and it's food, it smells good. But when it's you're gonna do a tattoo on a girl by her fanny, yeah, then it's not. It no smell good. Well, it she no messed bueno. up. She messed up in and out for me for good. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I was as polite as I could. You know what I mean? It was totally embarrassing oh, for were. both of us. But I was like, fuck, I couldn't do it. My eyes almost watered. Uh, you know, I'd say, hey, I handed her some green soap on a fucking couple paper towels. And I said, I need you to go wash yourself up a little bit, honey. I can't fucking do this. This yeah. is fucked. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it still was polite enough to where, like, for instance, if it just was that she needed to be clean to get yeah. her tattoo. Yeah. So hopefully she kind of took no, it No, she took way. off to the bathroom and did her thing. You know what I mean? It was all good. Did her tattoo. Gave her a hug. She even took, like, I think a... Uh, a picture with me with her, her, her buddy, nice. her, her boyfriend, or with her tattoo. Yeah, with your face in a fanny. No, wasn't in a fanny. <laughs> I was next to her. She was standing up. I had my arm up, and she had her fucking shit pulled oh, down okay. on her side, and that was it. And um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, crazy stories, man. I mean, fuck. That's awesome. My cousins have split wieners in half and shit, all kinds of messed Ooh, up shit. Oh yeah, that surgical stuff. Man, I was a fucking bouncer out there, one of the biggest clubs out there too. Yeah, it's crazy shit. Nice. Man. And this is when you were nineteen. Yeah. Okay, so then did you just end up back in San Diego? Well, I was seventeen, or... eighteen at the time. So I okay. lived out in Texas for almost two years and then I came back around nineteen. And then started one theory with my brother, who actually had it going and took off from there and he was so young he was like 14 or 15 when he started yeah yeah man i mean i remember going to playing big shows at big places and he couldn't even get in because he was too young and dream street for people who don't know had windows all along the side right by the fucking stage and right by the entrance where you would go the bands would load in yeah and so kyle would stand right there by everybody loading in yeah and he'd also be watching equipment right because stuff would be parked there and he would just watch the shows from the window yeah he would also be drinking beers through the windows oh yeah i'm sure (laughs) literally the whole crowd bouncing up in the same kind of like um rhythm yeah there was just like an energy to it i remember being in the middle of one theory was at least a hundred people one theory was its own beast back in the day oh my gosh it was amazing yeah, so you you guys started One Theory. You were playing lots of shit. Yeah, we did a bunch of national tours. We played in front of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. You guys did, did the Project Independent did thing. Did everything, yeah. We did a Project Independent thing. We, we did the whole shebang. We got approached by labels, this and that, left and right. But, you know, at the time... I had my family around, you know, that I would talk to on the on the on the side and my family prior had been through it all they toured they were on the uso circuit they yeah you know, this and that blah 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 so yeah with leather and lace yeah so they had a bunch of uh 
kind of insight or behind the scenes knowledge or some heads up shit for me. So yeah, yeah, I talked to him about this and that. You know, they told me how to book tours. How to get the guarantees in writing, yeah. you know, this and that. I remember you throwing, like, even uh, car washes. Car where washes, Where you would make, like, a thousand dollars at the car wash. Yeah, I was hustling, man. <laughs> yeah, the band was my baby. We were going to do shit. We did. You did do some shit. And honestly, yeah. it just had such a great mixture of brutal-ass metal. And then also that melodic kind of thing that pulls you in and makes you feel something. I don't know, it was really cool. We were told that we sounded like Lamb of God if they could sing. <laughs> That's what we were told. No dig at Randy Blythe, but... No dig. <laughs> no, dig. no dig. You just have that that singing voice as well, is yeah. the thing. Randy Blythe's a good dude, man. He was actually hanging out with me on my 21st birthday. Pretty fun. Pretty cool story. Uh, Where was that? It was at Cane's. It was Canes. called Cane's at the time. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Pacific Wave Beach. House now. Yeah, no Mission Mission Beach. Beach. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, well, pretty much. <laughs> I think it's called Wave House now. Yeah, everybody knows. Right there by the by the yep. um, roller coaster. Yep. Yeah. We were on all the big shows there. Played with I don't even know how many bands. You know, I mean. Thursday night, we'd draw 150 people, no problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we were killing it. The stage show was, the, the live show was better than our album was, and we heard that often. And that was cool. It's kind of unheard of. It's really mm-hmm. good if it is, you know? Yeah. I remember going to Kane's. I saw the abuse play there a couple times. <laughs> I think I saw, um, trying to think of what other bands I saw play there. Anyway, all the local bands used to play there, Dream Street, Brick by Brick. Those were like the places. (laughs) Yep. And then the occasional like East County or Ramona or something like that. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. And then you kind of just got kind of to where you wanted to try other things. Sorry. I just had to smoke. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody, everybody, give us a second. Darren's recovering. Yeah, it was really fun. It's his medicine. Really fun time of my life. Some of the best memories of my life. Take it to my deathbed, you know what I mean? Was being on tour with those fuckers. It was really fun. Oh, I want to hear crazy, um, cool stories from that. Right. Touring. One, three, touring stories. <coughs> so there I was. <laughs> Every good story starts like that. You know? Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Jeez. It's okay. It got me. <laughs> well, there's a bunch of really cool stories about the road, man. We were just doing all kinds of shit. It felt so rad. It was like five fucking brothers just... Tearing shit up. You know what I mean? One of our first tours, we were four hours into the tour and we all got arrested because we got stopped at the Border Patrol. You guys were <coughs> headed to Arizona. Arizona, right? Which was zero tolerance. We got arrested. We got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's crazy. And yeah. that, that was like probably like what, like 14 years ago? Something like 15 that. 15 years yeah. ago? It was, yeah, about 14 years ago, something like that. 
yeah, we, we, we got popped and we all got officially put under arrest, ticketed. They trashed the fucking RV looking for shit. You know what I mean? They found a little bit of weed, which was no big deal. Funny part is, is we ended up signing autographs and shit and taking pictures with the dudes <laughs> and selling CDs to them. It's awesome. And, uh, but we didn't make the first show, which sucked, but it was a good reason. The whole band was under arrest, so couldn't do much <laughs> about it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a couple other times. We we're I think we we're somewhere in Arkansas. Might have been, uh, might have been somewhere else, but I think it was Arkansas. We were Arkansas. Uh, we were <clears throat> at this dude's place that was playing with us the, the next night. He offered us to park the RV there, hang out, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, just chill, get get a day off. It was from the other band. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, I like fishing. I grew up doing that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Grew up. You know how I grew up. But we went fishing. Me and Matt. And and uh, coolest thing in the world is is we're walking up to this Matt to Bastard. This pond. Yeah, Matt Bastard. Walking up to this pond and we get up there and like we were told there's a boat up there and we're like, okay, cool. We were thinking like maybe a, a paddleboat, maybe a canoe, you know what I mean? Which is cool. Grew up, you know, riding canoes. Um and it's this side by side kick to paddle like love boat thing right oh like those little paddle boats yeah like you're gonna from take santee it. yeah if you're like trying to oh like you're gonna hold hands and like yeah. paddle around yeah okay. i was one of those so it's matt's <laughs> big old ass right here next to me my big old ass right next to him pretty sure our fucking arms are on top of each other because we can barely fit in this uh-huh. side of the anyway we get out in the middle of this pond <clears throat> and i cast out and I'm sitting there looking, and I'm like, oh, shit. I see, I see the water move just to the top, you know? So I cast back over there, and then I look as I'm reeling in, and I see it hit again, and I'm like, oh, shit, it moved in an S. I'm like, that's a fucking fish. I pull it back. My California Snake. ass, my California ass ain't used to fucking snakes coming through oh. at the water. Fucking cotton mouth. I'm fucking, I'm casting Ooh. out, I cast it out. Cause I'm still thinking it's a fish and I'm reeling it in and I'm like, it getting closer. I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> reel it out. Reel and it I'm out. Like, it's, I'm all snake, snake, snake. And I'm sitting here and I'm swinging my fishing pole at this fucking thing, <laughs> swimming at, coming at me at the, in the water. And I'm fucking freaking out trying to hit this thing. And I'm like losing sight of it. And like the funniest thing ever is Matt is losing it fucking screaming freaking out like a a girl yelling dude screaming and he's paddling so we're spinning in a fucking circle the whole time with a snake and i'm sitting here fucking smacking this thing (laughs) we're spinning in a circle matt's screaming and i'm just like snake fuck 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 (laughs) dude it was sketch oh my gosh that's funny and dante i think was on shore and saw it all and just cracking up, huh? laughing his ass. Off. <laughs> I think I, lo- I I think I remember just looking over and he's just like hunched over, dying, dude. And I'm like, fuck, I'm freaking out because I don't know where the snake went. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm assuming it just took off at Bill. Yeah. But damn, dude, yeah, that freaked me out. 
Oh my gosh. I'm not used to snakes like that coming at you. No, when you said the S thing, I knew exactly what it was because I've, I, well, I have, you know, I grew up going to Arkansas in the summertime. Yeah. And that's what we would do during the summer is go to the watering oh, holes. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was like a normal thing for like yeah. to be looking out for snakes the whole time. It is here too, but <laughs> you know what I mean? The, uh, I don't know. I don't do that as here much here. Here it's not. Mm-hmm. Here you're more looking for it when you're hiking and moving around and this right. and that through mountains and this and that. You're not you're really looking through it for it in water. Yeah. Because rattlesnakes you're not looking for in water. They're mm-hmm. not they're not in water. <clears throat> but yeah, that was pretty Who pretty... else was in the band at that time? Because you guys were notorious for switching in and out. It was Brad, right? That was Brad, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, like there's there's a bunch of other stuff, man. Like like uh Matt again, me and Matt, man. I have a bunch with Matt. I have, yeah, I have a bunch with all of them. But he, I was, I was in this KOA. We were at this fucking rest stop, you know. And uh, <clears throat> I'm going to the bathroom, and I'm sitting there, and I fucking hear somebody come in, and it's like kind of late at night, you know, uh-huh. maybe maybe you know two, one in the morning, and uh, and he's like. Hey, Darren. You know, and my, you know how Matt would sound. He's all, where you at, brother? <laughs> I'm all, I'm right here. He's all, what are you doing? I'm all, I'm taking a shit, dude. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? What am I doing? And he's like, he's all, open the door. I'm all, what do you mean? I'm all, I'm shitting. He's all, open the door. And I fucking open the door and he fucking, I just see his big old hand pop through and he's got a beer for me. I'm all, all right. <laughs> I'm all, I'm all cool, thanks. And then I grab the beer and I go to fucking like instinct open it. And right as I'm doing that, like a sniper dude, he fucking opens the door and just comes in, comes through. <laughs> yeah. And he sits his ass down right in front of me <laughs> while I'm mid shit. Like, and I'm like, oh my God, okay. What's up, dude? Like, you know what I mean? I got a beer, thanks. I'm, you know, I'm crabbing, like, what's up? You know, we start talking about shit and how fun tour is and how everything's going and, and fucking how badass we're going to fucking be and blah, 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 you know, the, the deal. And uh, we're, we're into it, you know, and we hear the door open again and, and it's late and we're like, what the fuck? And this fucking old trucker boy walks in. <gasps> and you guys are there yeah, together? Yeah, <laughs> Matt's fucking six five asses fucking sitting on the ground like with the door kicked open and i'm sitting there and we're both drinking beers and i'm shitting you know what i mean and we're like deep (laughs) deep in a conversation oh i love that and uh and matt doesn't like doesn't miss a doesn't miss a beat and like just kind of like cheers is in with his beer oh hey what's up buddy like just doing normal shit yeah dude yeah i i forgot honestly what said because uh, what was said because i was fucking losing it at that minute dude like i couldn't have gotten any fucking weirder dude um oh my god that's awesome shit like that man i mean so well so what happened I mean, tell the world what happened. Why did, what, what happened? One theory just, it just ended because every, it it happens after like 10 years. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, it was, it was my fault. I, I, it was hard for me to make practices at that point. 
you know, and uh, I... From what was, I remember, you I were, was trying to go... Yeah. Um, a less heavy route, and uh, I don't think anyone else was really um, wanting to do it at the time, or... You know what I mean? It, it was so long ago, I just... Well, I, from what I saw is that you were trying to kind of, like, explore a little bit more musically. And I remember you trying out for, like, a couple other bands, but not because you didn't want to stop One Theory. No. Because you always still wanted to kind of do that. Yeah, no, I always always said to the guys, I was like, fuck, I mean, I I think you should jam with other people. It's good to, you know what I mean? Like, if you don't, then you're... You're kind of limiting yourself right now, especially right. when you're trying to figure out yourself and your spot and what you do and how you're right. going to do it. When you when you're in the very beginning stages of honing your craft, you know whatever it is, right? You know, um, <clears throat> I just wanted to do shit. I'm I'm the same way right, still to right. the day. You know what I mean? Like I I um I have I've a project that I'm working with now, you know what I mean? And then I, I have stuff that I have from other people that I'm doing. I have stuff for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, I, that's what I see is that you at the time that you started to kind of just want to like literally have a few different projects going and, you know, try different things and branch out and just do more with yeah. that. Yeah, well, I, I I wanted to get kind of more, I would say, I guess maybe poppier is not really the right word, but it kind of is. I kind of wanted to to be able to do almost like... um a five finger death punchy kind of thing, but a little softer back then because back then we were fucking gnarly. Oh, you know so what gnarly, I mean? So yeah. like one theory was gnarly would, all the time and we would but do in just a good weird way. shit. It would feel like a fucking train wreck in per- certain, certain areas, but it fucking worked. Oh, it was so great, it yeah. was like, I, I kind of was like wanting to settle it down a little bit. You know what I mean? And then, it was more like... I just wanted to use my voice more right, than, than... Exactly. Than and really that's what you did me. when you went into A Hero Within. Yeah. Because A Hero Within, that was kind of more of you singing yeah. and stuff like that and using that metal and the melodic yeah. singing a Hero uh, Within voice. is A Hero Within is when I actually first really started to sing more, trying to sing more than actually screaming because... In one theory, prior to that, I was just screaming like 90% of the time. And then there was cool choruses and then cool parts. They had singing in it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know? And I I just never really tried to sing more than not. You right. Know? So that's what I kind of started to do. I, I kind of started to rely more on... Uh, how I wanted my voice to be and how I could do things with my voice and then throw screams in in certain spots right. where they needed to be. Right. And instead of vice versa. Right. And, you know, that was my first time trying to do that. And it, it was pretty cool. You, you know? were like experimenting with the way you could make your voice sound. Yeah. Gosh, A Hero Within was so good. Yeah. So good. And, you know, I mean, things fall apart, it happens, you know, but...
And you actually injured your voice while you were in A Hero Within, too. Yeah, and that was a part of the the break too. I think is that yeah. you weren't able to practice for like five or six months. Yeah, it was a long time. In man. there, you you had the same problem where you had something happen with your voice. Yeah. And uh, I remember at the time we didn't really know too much, like about it, because you were just organically a singer, mm-hmm. you know, and you just did what you did. Yeah. Well, and then I this never, is like... when you started learning more about the technical parts and. Yeah. Warming up and... <laughs> yeah, I never, like, really <clears throat> threw out my voice that much in one theory and stuff like that because it's... The way you scream is different than, like, really the way that I would actually sing, you know what I mean? And I was still trying to figure out how to sing, so, like, I would overuse my voice when I didn't need to instead of letting the mic do the work. I'm more likely to mess my voice up by trying to sing as opposed to if I were just screaming. Right. Um, I have more control when I'm screaming because that's just what I'm I'm used to. That's what I've always done. And uh, still trying to figure out how to actually sing you know, properly to where I'm not throwing it out and messing it up too much. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at right now. Well, well, that's where you were like, basically like learning that you had to do that. And at that point was the first time you had to rebuild your voice yeah. and everything. And you took a long break after a hero within too, yeah. even though you were working on some studio things and you had a lot of things that people sent you that you started to work on that didn't get finished. There was a couple things that you worked on that I thought were brilliant. Yeah. Just absolutely brilliant. Oh. I, there's been a lot of songs that you've written that I think are so cool that nobody, it's never saw the light, light of day. Yeah. You know? Um, but, and then you were approached about the Suns on Fire. Mm-hmm. And you were kind of like... Okay, well, and I think all of you guys were kind of like, okay, well, it's just going to be a fun little thing. Yeah. And it was super nothing, nothing like you had ever done. Yeah. Yeah, it was more, it was more of like a rock and roll, kind of a southern almost, uh, with some kind of edgy, um, lyrics, metal, and gyrating kind of sounds (laughs) or parts, you know what I mean? Uh huh. But, uh, you know, again, that was some, that's something I've never even tried to do either, is to be like a rock and roll. You guys hit the Billboard charts. Yep. For people that don't know, when he when he and, and his band, Sons on Fire, when they started this band, that band, they just had a catchy song that they loved, and they, they signed a partnership deal with Pavement Music, and both parties held up their end of the bargain which led to success because it was a fun song and it was a good radio hit and there were you guys were on the charts for a while yeah he did radio tags in Colombia. yeah i think like 20 different countries something like that yeah and then when you guys did your tour you did some radio stuff on yeah. that as well. Yeah, a bunch of big shows. Yeah. And that was really cool. But then again, while you were out on tour, actually, before you even left, you injured your voice. 
I did. And I remember right before you were like, fuck, I injured my voice. I thought, okay, we'll put you on a regimen. We'll get you some tea, some honey, a vapor thing. You yeah. know, I mean, we'll get you some, you know, Delta 8 drinks so that you don't have to drink alcohol. Yeah. Like, just whatever. Um, and you were pushing and you were doing it every day yeah. for, like, two weeks. Yeah, honestly, it it honestly is... Um... I can tell when I do it. I can feel when I do it. And it's honestly because I am still learning how to do it all properly, you know, together. And, you know, it was just that was the hard part was trying to get where I could do it to where I wouldn't injure myself every night, you know, and, uh, well, I did get myself there. Right, because you were warming up every single day. Yeah, I, I did get myself there. But we had a couple of practices to where we were doing, like, a live practice. Everyone, you know, everyone was all amped up. It was fucking rad. It was it was cranking. It was killer, you know. <laughs> you went full full. Yeah, and, you know, and Bill, you know, the drummer was there, Bill, you know, because he wouldn't always... Uh, he would fly out once a month, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, and, or, or whenever, and... Uh, and uh, practice, you know, whenever he came out, it was all fucking everyone was hyped up, you know, because we'd get a good practice in. And then, you know, I could tell I overdid it and I knew it. And then I tried not to uh, injure it anymore, but ended up having to go do shows out of town and this you and that. Did, you went to the doctor one time <clears throat> and you got a steroid shot. Yeah, that's before when I the was, hot spot. That's right? when I was on tour, yeah. And that was one of your biggest shows out there. They while you were out there, yeah. Um, there was a lot of really big shows, man. The hot spot was really fun. Yeah, a lot, of good, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. So, well, the long and short of it is that you left the tour um, halfway through. Yeah. And it was because you were damaging your voice even more. Yeah. We got you straight home to the doctor. They scoped it. Yeah. And you had a laceration on your vocal cords. Yeah. And I honestly, you made the right decision. You <coughs> could have abrasion seriously. Abrasion is what it is. Okay. Well, yeah. laceration, abrasion. What is it? A laceration is when it's like a cut from something, right? Yeah. And an abrasion is when it's like more like a sore or like an op- or I'm a not exactly cut. Sure. I'm, I'm, I thought an abrasion of... was still kind of a cut. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I just don't know. What, that's just what it was. That's what, mm-hmm. just what he said. So. Okay. Well, either way, you've had a long break now. Yeah, they were super swollen, uh, the left side especially. Um, and, yeah, I, I was, horse couldn't really talk for weeks. And, yeah, it was crazy. And I was put under vocal arrest, couldn't do anything for at least two months. And then I was... Uh, in contact, I was scoped again, and then just recently, um, I was cleared to and, start practicing. And basically, with Sons on Fire, they like had like a deal where you were gonna have to like right away get get a song, a couple songs recorded, yeah, like get things to, done yeah, within exactly. the next couple months, and I you were like, it. I can't do it, so you took no, a step I back. Have the time, yeah. Yeah, That's in, what in I was hopes saying. that I they could like, get it done or not at all, but as either quick way, you as, couldn't do it. As quick as I could. Right. You know what I mean? I made the decision. It wasn't 
it wasn't anything that I made the day that you know that I you know found out. It was a hard decision. Yeah, I wanted to do you know. Yeah, it was crazy. It kind of felt like it. A whirlwind. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. So, so now you're you've been taking this long break. Yeah. But I know you can't help yourself. I hear you all the time in here like listening to things and writing things and all your papers around everywhere (laughs) and so you're actually right now you have started working with a group of and you've also been working on a solo project yeah 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 and it's like stuff you were doing kind of before before you got started with with sons on fire because I mean, to be honest, you were working on your own, like, project before yeah. Sons on Fire came around. And when Chuck asked you and, and kind of, you know, pulled you away from that with Sons on Fire, now you're kind of refocusing on solo stuff. Yeah. Well, it's more like I am... I found this guy on YouTube that has music up. He's got a grip of songs, you know what I mean? And I, I went through a, a bunch of them, found ones that I liked, pulled them in, and, and you know, and I, and I wrote vocals to them because it's all instrumental. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to play the guitar, the drums, the keyboard, the nothing, you know what I mean? I just make sounds with my voice that I think sound cool. Yeah. And so that's what I did with his songs. And so that's kind of what I've been doing it's not really me um doing anything other than that you know what I mean totally free and it's a guy on YouTube that plays like metal shit yeah 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 okay yeah um I actually am gonna go record vocals on one of our start one of them here really soon uh next month and yeah I'll there will be more on that give him a shout out yeah I'll, I'll give everything about him and and yeah um, but I have been talking to, you know, a couple of the guys that are down to, to put stuff together, you know what I mean? Um, that's kind of still going. Um, but I, I did start working with this other group of guys that were together, you know, and that's been going pretty cool. How's so. that feel? You've been going to actual practices. It's crazy. I've only been able to go to one, but it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. It felt good. It, it was kind of, it felt like, uh, it felt like riding a bike. You know, I, I kind of took it easier than Like obviously. you weren't singing and stuff? Well, yeah, I was, bit. but I was just kind of, I wasn't overdoing anything. You know what I mean? Right. I wasn't really, you know, trying to reach for shit or be doing anything crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. But it felt awesome. There's some there's some cool stuff. Some cool Oh, that's stuff. so awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy for you, honey. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Super yeah, awesome. well, I know I can't wait. Yeah. Well, shit. What are y'all? What are y'all doing? <laughs> Is the solo stuff going to be more of like studio? project like online like independent no, that, release that, that's type what I'm shit saying. or there's, is it gonna go live no there's only 
there's there's really honestly only a couple of songs that I, I I've got from this guy that I'm actually really got finished and are, are ready to actually record, and I'm just putting that out there. I'm not really yeah putting it out on it's gonna be on YouTube. I'm not gonna put it out on yeah. any you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And no, that's sick. It was I just love that, I, I I I came up on the guy and I liked some of the shit and I thought it was cool so mm-hmm. and it was totally free so I said shit let's try it out and I wrote something and I thought it was cool so well you Darren Brown I cannot wait oh yeah I just cannot wait yeah and I just thank you so much for being here well thank you wife for being here for in my being life here. Mm-hmm. And and happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Yep. Well. So, well, I guess we'll say goodnight. Do you want to have a, a, a part two for this? I mean, sure. Whatever you want to do. I'm down. Well, that's good news. Because so am I. We could be like... The Down Browns. You know what I mean? So this is... Well, February 14? Valentine's Day. 2022. And I want to thank all of you guys for listening. I have the second episode coming out, like, probably actually really soon. And the second episode is one that you're not going to want to miss. Um... Because it's going to be fun as fuck. Right? Uh, yeah. Do you know? I don't fucking know. You don't know? Oh, yeah. Well, you're going to find out. Oh. You're going to learn. Oh. If not today. Maybe like then when soon. you do it. Yeah, like, when, when it happens. Yeah, when it. Yeah. When the, when the lesson is te- taught. Taught. Yes. Teached. Yes. Taught. Yeah. There it is. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to leave us with, Darren Brown? Happy full moon, there you is. sexy man meat. Happy Cheers me with your bottle of wine over there. All right. Say, say goodnight to our friends. Good night, they're, everybody. They're here for you, you know. Hey, if you listened, thank you for listening. Everybody that's here for him. Oh. Comment and like and subscribe. Hey. Smash that like button. Thank you. Confessions <laughs> of a rock and roll wifey. You know what? Um, Shane gave me a um, abbreviation. Yeah. It's. <laughs> How did he spell that? Okay, so just so that everybody, everybody who knows, who who doesn't know, should I say? Yeah. I just spilled my wine, yeah. and that's why we got distracted. But it wasn't all of it. Think fuck. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Let's get mortal. Hey. Aye. Aye aye. I think we've said bye like three times. Yes, we've said enough. Let's say goodnight now. Tune in next time, y'all. <laughs>